So this morning we're continuing with our series based on the six practices of the order of the mustard seed. Six practices which help us to embody the life of Jesus. And this morning's talk is on celebrating creativity. And I have to admit, I feel like it's the wrong law standing in front of you giving this talk. Surely it should be my husband doing it. My husband, the musician, the songwriter, the brewer, the graphic designer, the podcast creator, the entrepreneur, the maker of the world's best homemade pizza. If anyone's a creative, it's Nick. The only thing I make is a half decent carrot cake. And even then, you only put all the ingredients together into a bowl and stir it with a wooden spoon. So I have struggled with this talk today. And I'm going to start with a test to see if this is just me or to see if there is anybody else who's there with me. And I'm calling it the Lego test. There we go, the Lego test. So maybe you've, if you're at home, maybe you've got some Lego in front of you. If you're in the room, I have bought one of our many Lego boxes this morning. If I take the lid off. To show you There's the unmistakable sound of the Lego. I want you to imagine that I am going to come to you right now and put this box on your lap and say, there you are, build me something. Okay? And I want you to think about your response. How does that make you feel? Does that make you feel like my first little emoji here? Yes! Get in there, straight out, straight on the floor, tipping it out. You are building. Are you more like emoji number two? Okay, I can build something. Yep, not a problem. I'll get to it. Or are you emoji number three? Actually, that's a little bit daunting. I don't know what I should build. If I'm honest, I'm probably somewhere between the second and the third picture. Because when I'm faced with the randomness of the Lego box, I am most comfortable reaching for one of these, the instruction manual. Because this shows me step by step, I do this, and then I do this, and I do this, and 257 steps later, I've built Andrea's house. Yes! So this morning, please bear with me, I'm taking Will's advice in sermon writing, which is, if in doubt, preach it to yourself and show your working. So that's what I'm gonna do this morning. If you've got your Bible, Open it with me to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. It's just one verse that we're looking at this morning. And as we do, we're going to be thinking about that question. How comfortable are you with creativity? Because I've just admitted I'm not sure that I'm that comfortable Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, it's very simple. It says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Can you see 
how it's a verse of three parts. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. It can almost be summed up as three, oops, let's go back if we can, as three separate positions. For we are God's handiwork. We are created in Christ Jesus to do good works which he has prepared in advance for us to do. And we're going to explore each of these three positions as we think about what it means to live a creative life. Now I've just realised that my sheets of paper are in the wrong order. So bear with me one second. That's better. Let's take the first one to start with. We are God's handiwork. The New Living Translation of the Bible says we are God's masterpiece. And Genesis 1 tells us that we are made in his image. God, as the ultimate creator, created us like him. We bear his likeness. So the first thing that we have got to do is get comfortable with our creativity. I might compare myself to my husband and say, well, I'm not really creative, but that's just not true. Just because I don't make as many things as he does, I'm still a creative being. I've still been made in the image of the creator. I bear his fingerprints. And so do you. Every time I walk into a room, I help to create an atmosphere in that room. If you come into my house, that's where I've helped to create a home. That's where I've built a family. Every word that comes out of my mouth has the power to build up or tear down. We are intrinsically and inherently creative. In Genesis 1, I love how many times the writer uses the word and. And God said, let there be light. It comes at the start of the paragraph. It comes at the start of the sentence. And we see in the creation story that God is continually creating. And he's still at it. Even today, creating and recreating this world that we call home. And we are made in his image to help him in this work. So the first thing that we need to do is get comfortable with our creativity. I'm a creative being, so are you. I'm also a doer. I like to do stuff. So now that we've ascertained that we're all creatives, I want to know, right, what are we creating then? What are we working on? What are we doing? I'm reaching again for my Lego manual. What step are we on? I want to rush on to the good works part of this verse. But COVID has given us this unique opportunity to do things differently. 
And there's been a lot of talk about building back better. But I don't know about you, I felt the danger is that things will go back to just how they were before. That we'll fall into the same routines. Maybe you've felt that already and that life will go on in the same old way. And you don't have to be a prophet to think, but things need to change. My Bible reading this morning was about World Refugee Day, the 26 million displaced people that are alive in the world right now. Things need to change. And if we always do what we've always done, we'll always get what we've always got. We need change. We need a fresh approach. And I've got really frustrated with God about this. God, we've got to do things differently. It can't go back to how it was. What is the new thing? Effectively, what I'm saying to God is, where am I, Lord, in the Lego manual? What am I supposed to be doing next? And I felt that God's response was that I, perhaps like some of you, was fixated on the third step of this passage, the good works. I want to do stuff. But actually, I've neglected the first two steps of the passage. Firstly, before we can create anything, we have to acknowledge that we are God's handiwork, that he is the glorious, majestic almighty who flung the stars into space and fashioned galaxies from nothing. And my response to that needs to be something like this. Praise and adoration. It's this position. I need to stand in praise and worship before the God who crafted the stars, yet who gave every human being who has ever lived an individual fingerprint. I need to stand in praise and worship before the God who separated the seas and the sky and yet knit me together in my mother's womb. The God who knows how many grains of sand there are on all the beaches in all the world and who knows how many hairs are on the head of every single one of us. The first step of a creative life has to be that we are the creators and he is worthy of our praise and our adoration. Before we can build back better or create anything, we have to remember again who he is and stand in awe of him. That is the first stage of living 
a creative life. The second stage is to acknowledge that we are called to be in Christ Jesus, to abide in him, to live and move and have our being in him, as Acts 17 says, to be attached to and to be drawing from the vine. And it's this position It is this position. Here we go. Um, It's one of humility and of surrender. And as I've been preparing this, I have struggled most with this position. It's quite easy to stand in praise and wonder of God. It's much harder to come in humility and surrender. And I've realised that I keep God at arm's length. That there are things that happened to us before we came to the vine that I'm still angry about five years later. And preparing this, I've had to acknowledge that anger and it took a dear friend to point out that I was still angry. I've had to confront those feelings and I've had to face up to them rather than bury them like I normally do. I need the creator in here before I can do the creative out there. So if the first part of this verse is where we stand in adoration of God our King then the second part is where we bow in humility and pray with David in Psalm 57, create in me a pure heart, O Lord, and renew a right spirit within me. A place where we are honest with ourselves and with God and where we let him do his work. And this is where Jesus did most of his creating, in people's hearts and in their lives. And this is where I think the Holy Spirit wants to work in us now. And then, and only then, when we have stood in awe and wonder and bowed in humility and surrender, can we come to the third stage where we do the good works which God has prepared in advance for us to do. There's still no reaching for the Lego manual. No sense of, I know what I'm doing here. We have to find out what God has prepared in advance for us to do. And so church, this is where I think we are at the moment. Will has talked before about this summer being a time to abide in the Lord to dream dreams and imagine and pray and seek and find him before we do anything. So, how do you live a creative life in Jesus? Well, firstly, you need to make the time to stand in awe of the creator. Secondly, you surrender to his creative work in you. 
The chances are that this will be uncomfortable, but we need to lean into it and not shy away from it. And thirdly, beyond that, I don't know what the creative good works are that he's prepared in advance for us to do. I do know that the Bible is full of people who've tried to create their own good works. Abraham creating his own heir, Noah's descendants building their Tower of Babel, and it's not ended well. My sense is that we are here in this passage. That whatever the good works are, we need to use this time to ensure that they are God's works prepared in advance for us to do. So when I play Lego with my girls and I say to them, shall we build Andrea's house? And they say, no, mummy, we're just freestyling it today. And I need to lean into that disruptive process to surrender to the mess that is creativity. New wine needs new wineskins. And before we can create anything, we need to let him have his way as creator in us. Let's pray. Father, again, we remember today that we are yours. We are your children. We are your handiwork. We are your masterpiece. And you know what you are doing, Lord Jesus. And I pray today for each one of us that you would help us to open our hearts to you and to let you have your way in us. And as we pray later, your kingdom come, your will be done. Lord, that you would use us to bring about your purposes on this earth for your praise, Lord Jesus, and for your glory. Amen.